Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes blow Hey, up. everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. The necessary and appropriate Backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. Look, I like to masturbate in closed room while people are waiting for pie to cool. On the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. I'm really enjoying the day out with you. Oh, hey, a suicide booth. See you later. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, you slapped a kid. We were so proud. They probably deserved it. Welcome to Plotty Time. 100%. So this week, starting where we always start, Dr. Scientist, what are you playing? What are you watching? What are you doing? How was the furry convention? What's going on with you? Uh, you know, it was hot and sweaty. <laughs> Heat wave at the furry convention. <laughs> Don't I know it. <laughs> what I watched this week, huh? Well, I watched uh, Miss Marvel finished it up. The new show that's on Disney+. Plus. Oh. The weekly Marvel release of yeah. various formats. Yeah. Hmm. It's a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. In a scale of 1 to 10, 10 yeah. being the best, where do you put it? Now, on shows or... Marvel projects. Marvel shows. Marvel, Marvel shows. shows. Yes, mm, yes. I'll give it a seven. Ooh, you heard it here, folks. A seven. Ooh, that's seven. Ooh. <laughs> What's Loki? Is that like a ten or a nine? Yeah, that's a, that's a ten. Ooh, I see Loki 2's coming out. Loki's a t- Is Loki your favorite? Well, it's got to be the best one. Is He said the best is Yeah, 10, the best so. of Marvels, yeah. Okay, cool. Wanda, WandaVision's probably a nine and a half, ten. Ooh. I loved WandaVision. I thought that was great. This isn't about you. It's a scientist. You're <laughs> right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you got six hours, watch. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. New character and everything for Marvel, which they're just doing way too much of. Mm-hmm. I also watched the first three episodes of this new season of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, shit. That's out? Oh. Yeah. The first three episodes. It comes out every Wednesday. Nice. I'll have to watch. I haven't watched it yet. It's pretty good, as always. Nice, nice. I mean, it's, no spoilers, but you know Colin Robinson's a little kid now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Lazo's just trying to make him grow up to not be boring. <laughs> it's so That's- good. That sounds amazing already. <laughs> right. I'm already excited about it. J- does, uh, just answer me one question. Mm-hmm. Do we see Jackie Daytona yet? No. Is that his name, Jackie Daytona? The other vampire? No, it's uh, Laszlo's alter ego yeah, when he's no. a bartender. No, we didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> he's a bartender in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Jackie Daytona. But yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, why can't they just release all the season at once? I don't know. Yeah, but I'm glad to remind you guys. Fucking A. And, th- and then I watched some, I don't know, movies. Oh, yeah, anything good? Uh, I didn't want to add a qualifier to the word movies. <laughs> you can call them movies, yeah, I yeah. guess. That's, that's the only accurate description of them. Uh, the first one when I watched was called Retreat. Dove Retreat, maybe? Like a work retreat? Yeah, but it's just, it's more like a honeymoon, I guess. Okay. Okay. But it's not really a honeymoon. <laughs> but it's a couple they go to like this island and they get like a private thing and they're just in this house and then they go one day and they find some guy passed out on the beach and they bring him in his house okay and then he's like oh shit there's a huge virus outbreak out there because they don't have anything and he's like we got a lock and he like starts barricading all the doors and he pulls out guns and stuff and starts <laughs> shooting at people coming near <laughs> uh, is this new uh 2011 okay 20, I feel like I've seen this this is really ringing a bell. Has Tandy Newton and Cillian Murphy. They're the two that I know. They're the main characters. Hmm. I don't know if I've seen this. I gotta look this up. Now. I mean, I'd give it about a a five. Oof. Ooh. It wasn't terrible. I mean, I don't hate myself for watching it. <laughs> well, that's all you can ask, really. You yeah. Know? I think we maybe should rephrase that a little bit differently. I'm thinking we should probably say, um, do I have to apologize to the person I watched it with? After <laughs> that's fair. Because hating yourself for watching it, that's like jury duty biodome style. That's not most things. Speak for yourself. Yeah, really. <laughs> Damn, no support on that. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to watch Biodome for next week. Yeah. I guess. Man, you're way behind on the see, Biodome. Yeah, see if you hate yourself. I don't think you will. Yeah. But you may you might be upset you made somebody else watch it. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Sure. You're right. I also watched this movie called The Weekend Away, which is a very similar. Just premise, like a retreat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's this uh this girl she like visits her friend in Croatia of all places. 
Mm. And uh, they go out on this night and she blacks out and she wakes up and her friend's gone and she can't find her. Okay. And she, she like goes out searching for her and then eventually she starts becoming like the suspect for the girl missing. And I think you just explained all the hostile movies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but this one isn't this one isn't <laughs> murder porn. Oh, well, then who's got the time? <laughs> right. I can't. I only make time for murder porn movies. <laughs> Is it good though? Is it like a psychological thriller? Yeah, it's a psychological thriller. It's I, I'll say it was exactly the same as the retreat. A perfect five. Yep. A per- okay. Right in the middle. A five out of ten. Sounds good. And uh the only thing I played this week is I finished up Backbone. You guys probably don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember shit, you say. But <laughs> it's you're like a raccoon detective. And it's oh yeah, guys. yeah. But I it all of a sudden takes a twist out of nowhere, and it makes me feel like they got like halfway through the game, or like shit, we got to finish this by next week. Oh, really? That's weird. Because it starts off as this like awesome noir spoilers, I guess, awesome noir thriller kind of thing where you're looking for missing people, and it turns out they're getting killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's set with anthropomorphized animals, so it's like predators versus prey. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it turns into this weird sci-fi thing where you get infected by a virus and you start... like It's just fucking out there. Okay, I think it was a nice try and mix, but I think it didn't really do everything it wanted to do. Okay. What was it called? The Backbone. backbone. Have to look that up now. What kind of game is it? Is it? It's like point and clicky kind of. Like okay. Maze. Not, not so much like Maze. <laughs> okay, okay. But that's all I did. What about you, Papa Scotch? What'd you play, watch, do, whatever? I hate you guys. What, you okay. Biodome? Yeah, right? <laughs> no. Weekend at Birdies. Weekend at Birdies <laughs> 1 and 2. I watched both of them. And I will I will say, if you guys ever want to do a special episode, I will talk about Weekend at Birdies 2 for hours. Two? Just two. I have so many questions Yeah. about that movie. Like, Weekend at Birdies, loved it. I gotta say it was great. I How liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, right. I mean, it was a good '80s movie. I mean, it's fucking dumb. It's idiotic. It's but it's fun and it's charming. Like mm-hmm. how how serious and how good do you expect a movie to be about two dudes shepherding around the body of their dead boss to scam some people? Like it, yeah, it, yeah we got a ceiling with the quality. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and this one hit it. Like it hit it. I thought the two guys, Silverman and the other guy, were super charming right. and. The dark humor was great. So my question with Weekend at Bernie's 2 is in the sequel with the same two guys, why do we spend like 40% of the movies not with them? We're with these other two dudes from New York who have to go find these two guys. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, and they weren't funny. I, I don't know what the question is. At all. He's like, why was that the choice? Oh. Why, why did we, why were those two dudes even in the movie? Like it was a waste of time. Why would you change so much about the first one? When the first one worked great. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean... They tried to make a different movie. You can only be walking around your dead boss for so many ways <laughs> before you... They're like, you know what? He's got to walk himself now. Yeah. We've we've taken the dead body carrying as far as we can. He's got to be able to walk <laughs> yeah. himself somehow now. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. But I thought like the setup was great, like leading him to the money. Also, it took like 30 minutes for us to get the damn body. Yeah. Like, most of the movie was up dicking around trying to find it or figuring out like, oh my God, we do need his body. It's like, yeah, he was on the poster. Like I've seen the first one. I know this is <laughs> happening. Why are we taking 35 minutes to get to it? So many questions. Yeah. So many. That's fair. Um. I would. I still do believe that we get up Bernie's one was good, and two is so good, so bad it's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So the greatest movies you've ever seen. <laughs> the greatest pair of movies it's, ever. It's <laughs> a hell of a one-two punch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll admit to that. Uh, and then take completely different tone. <clears throat> I watched Spiderhead. You guys heard about this one? The one on Netflix. Spiderhead. I yeah. think I read it. <clears throat> I might have. It sounds kind of familiar, but I don't know. I don't know what's it about. It's got. Thor and Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know shout who Miles out Teller is. He's a Allentown local. Oh. He was in. Uh, oh, so I know him. Yeah. He was in that drumming movie. Drumline. No. Oh, that's uh, the only thing. The I Sound of Music or whatever. No, he's not in that. Definitely. No, the the one where. Yeah, he's going deaf. The drummer. Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Loses his hearing. That one. No, it's not that one. He was in. Uh, Spinal Tap. I want to. S- I want to say whip it, but that's not correct. That's Devo. You're right. That is Devo. I get Devo confused with like a whole lot of things. Drum it. Uh, he was in the new Fantastic Four. He was Reed Richards. Whiplash. Oh, okay. That's the one. Whiplash. 
Oh, about <clears throat> the teacher. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was in Top Gun Maverick recently. Never saw it. No, me neither. But anyway, so he uh, is a guy who is in this maximum, well, minimum, maximum, I don't know how to explain it, some kind of weird science-y prison. And, well, minimum and maximum are kind of completely different things. I know. It's, <laughs> I didn't know how to articulate Well, it wasn't a minimum it. prison. He wasn't like... In his own room. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he gets, they get like their own room. They get, uh, they're basically like testing new behavioral drugs. They get their own room. They get to walk around. They get a lot more freedom than they would in a normal prison. But the, the downside is you got to take like mood inhibiting drugs that fuck with you pretty bad. Okay. Oh, so it's kind of like a mental hospital. That'd be terrible. Imagine sort of mental prison shit you get. Yeah. Uh, basically though, Thor, Chris Hemsworth plays a like pharma bro type guy that that's, you know, like a hidden psychopath who just justifies all his actions that sort of guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was good not great but it was good all right and then i watched uh i i caught up to date on archer oh is there a new season i was like a season and a half behind uh the last season i watched was archer getting was there one season where he's out of the coma or two that's what yeah I don't man know. i haven't seen it in years <laughs> well ever the, they went back I think it's two seasons now where they went tried to go back to like normal Archer instead of all the crazy shit. I didn't remember anything. Oh, Jesus Christ. I just finished season 13. It was, it's, you know, it's Archer. They're trying to like reset. Oh, sorry. 12 was the most recent one, but they're trying to like reset it. When when Archer came out of the coma, everyone was thriving at this company. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Cyril was an amazing field agent. Uh, Lana was doing great with her new husband. And now, since that happened in the two seasons since, uh, everything in their lives has just completely fallen apart because Archer's back being Archer, and it kind of reset the whole series to the beginning, yeah. which I don't know if I care to see, but I guess there's going to be another season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> still funny. If Yeah, if you're a fan of Archer, like you'll enjoy it enough as Archer, but yeah. not breaking any new ground here. Exactly, you got it. And then I watched the Bob's Burgers movie, which was lovely. Really? I never watched any Bob Burgers. I've only ever seen a couple episodes. I fucking love that show. It's yeah. great. It's just like a Simpsons thing, right? Yeah. Um, kinda. Yeah. But the the side characters are really what you watch the show for. Kind of. Yeah. You know, just like the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just realized it as I was. Thinking. <laughs> uh, but it's a good show. I really like it. I suggest checking it out if you if you just want to like have something on the background while you clean or something. Yeah. Exactly. Per- perfect. Just for noise. Perfect show for that. Okay. Uh, that's all I watched. Uh, as far as what I played, I hit a milestone. Hit 12,000 trophies. Oh, Whoa, look at you. Fancy right? trophy man. Just past 12,000 playing uh, Control. I got through quite a bit of that. Did they send you the jacket? No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Uh, I finished the playthrough of the main game, and I finished the playthrough of the AWE expansion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, wrapped up some trophies. Didn't platinum in yet. Uh, I have a feeling by next week I'm going to have a platinum, though. Oh, I bet. You'd fucking love that shit. <laughs> it's not even that hard to platinum control. I never platinum. No, it just, it's... <laughs> I never platinum anything, though. What'd it's you, fine. What do you think of the AWE expansion? I mean, I liked it. After playing Alan Wake. Uh, it made a lot more sense after playing Alan Wake. Oh. I'll say that. I, it was nice to see Alan Wake again, and seeing as this is like a prelude to the next game. Oh God, I still didn't like it. I could see how if you know nothing about... It was made for Alan Wake fans, dude. Like, it wasn't made for people who've never played Alan Wake. Yeah, but that completely... I thought it completely twisted the whole Control game to just... Oh, like, it just annoyed... Just to be like, oh, hey, if you're an Alan Wake fan, now the game's even better. They're like, oh, look at this, it's in the same yeah. universe. Do you not like that they came in the same universe, or the way they revealed it and are linked together? The way that they're linked together, oh, I kind of right. like it. I, I, spoiler alert for either game. Yeah, well, don't say it. it. <laughs> no, I, I kind of just annoy me because then it makes Jesse less impressive. I gotcha. Her name is Jesse. Yeah, right? yeah. Yes. So I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, they always had whoever these people were that survived the Alter World events. They would make them prime like candidates, prime candidates, whatever they're called, to yeah. possibly be the directors. So they have a bunch of candidates. It just Jesse was the one who. Walked in and took it basically. Well, that's not what I got from the story. I, I think, I think <laughs> uh oh. I took it as Alan Wake just made Jesse because he can just write whatever happens. Oh. I didn't. Maybe I got to watch a analysis video or something. Maybe I got to play and get put my two cents in. Yeah, here. you got to play both games yeah. again. No problem. <laughs> um, I think I have the Alan Wake remaster. I'll just send it to you. Yeah, and fucking control. I did just download control for the PS5 though. It's. I mean, it's still a fucking great game. Yeah, it's fun as shit. I really like it. I think I'm going to get the exp- the uh, DLC trophies. Some of them are real fucking grindy, though, and I don't like that. But we'll see. We'll see yeah, how it goes. Well, I guess we'll check it out. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I did. 
How about you there, Sir Chumpslap? What are you playing, watching, doing? Oh, uh, you guys ready for this? Sorry. I played a little game called Spider-Man Miles Morales. Ooh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's fun. It's pretty short. It is, compared to the last Spider-Man game? I never played the first one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're connected because it shows like uh, previously on when you start the game up. But. Yeah, I guess. Well, isn't it like uh, Peter Parker's out of town and Miles is like filling in? Yeah, he's on spider vacation or whatever. Spider vacation, yeah. <laughs> Word. Yeah, he's, he's always saying that, right? But I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. It's fun. You just I, liked, I liked it. I like just flying around the city. Just, that is a lot of that fun. That is the best part of the Spider-Man games. Yeah, the stories are who gives a shit. I mean, but you're just trying to be a cool guy for your town. Yada, yada. I don't know. Did you finish it or you just played it? Uh, I just played it. I don't. I assume it's a short game because it seems like I got a lot of stuff done already. Like yeah. al- almost all the fucking suits and shit, and all the side shit you can do. But I don't know. We'll see. But I watched a couple movies. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I watched. Uh, you guys ever see the Sherlock Holmes movies? Yeah, some of them. The, 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 no, no not the old one. Mean the old ones. The Guy the Ritchie 60s. ones, right? Oh, I thought I... you were talking about the Iron Man one. Yeah, yeah, with fucking Iron Man. Okay, so I know I've seen both of them, but if you showed me a scene from either, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one it's from. No, they both like kind of just go together. You can't, I don't know, they're just the same movie twice, you know what I mean? Word. But they're all right. I don't know. Check them out if you've never seen them. But I watched Geostorm. You guys ever see this one? I talk about it all the time. <laughs> he does. He does mention Geostorm often. It's a very good movie. Not as often as Farrell's Happy, but he does mention it often. Very good. I don't know. All right. Fantastic. It was fun. I do love end of the world shit, but it was weather satellite terrorism. Yep. The weather satellites were just hilarious. I don't know. But it's, it's a good movie. It's a fine film if you want to watch, but has nothing on this other movie I saw called... Pizzagate Massacre. I saw that. Uh, you saw it? No, no. I saw the thing for it, and I was like, do I want to watch that? <laughs> oh, boy. And I was like, no, forget it. Exactly why I did watch it. I was like, that sounds like something I have to watch. And it's just the, this guy in a militia, fucking mental health problems. You know how it is. And some woman who wants to be a reporter for, like, a Fox News show that the fucking person's just... Spreading all this information about Pizzagate, you know, there's, oh, the child molesting reptiles at this pizza place. And then they go and they fucking go to the pizza place. Comet Ping Pong? I've, I've been there. It's pretty good. No, this one's in Texas. Oh, uh, they made up a different one? Yeah. It's, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the other Pizzagate. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking of the, the, the real, real one. one. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm yeah, this idiot. is just, sorry. I don't know. It's supposed to be a comedy I guess, but I the only laughs it got at me were like little snickers, like <laughs> shit like that. But it it was different. I'll give it that. Was it more like? Uh, did they take it seriously? Was it? No. What's the tone we're looking at here? Very. I'd say like trying to be dark comedy. Okay. But I don't know. It just missed with the tone for me, at least. Well, that's a bummer. I don't know what the hell they were going for. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> I, just, I just think in my mind, like, if I made a movie, the last review I'd ever want is, I don't know what the fuck they were going for at all. Like, not even a clue. I mean, it's interesting to watch, but then you're like, what? What was this all about? Was it? I guess it's about this reporter trying to get a job at fucking Fox. I don't know. But, no, no give, it a, give it a look and you tell me what it was about. IMDb has it at a solid 4.5, so, you know, I guess just as many people liked it versus hated it. Yeah, it's just, it's a perfect four. (laughs) Perfect four? We're getting perfect four? I thought we're going to round out this list. (laughs) It's okay to watch, but it's not something to tell other people to watch, so I'm sorry to bring it up. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. You know, you get it. If you're into slap culture, you'll you'll watch it just because it's a movie. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> nice. You watch I don't even remember what movie we're talking about. We're talking about Pizzagate That's Massacre, right. That's of course. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Give it a look. We lost Dr. Scientist for a sec, but he's back. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I did. 
So. Okay, well, if that's all you got, then let's go ahead and move into video game news slash stuff. It's the news today, and it's about video games. Yeah. God damn, you're so good at this. You missed your calling writing jingles. I, I know. Uh, anyway, so the big news that came out this week is the reveal of the PlayStation Stars program. What? what? Do you guys really not know what this is? Oh, no, you know I what? have no idea. I'll go through it for the, uh, the folks. For the uninitiated. It is a free membership service, so you don't have to pay anything. You just sign up. Sign me up. And then you recruit points that you can, I guess, trade for games or PlayStation Store points or gift cards or something. But you can do stuff that they'll give you, like missions and stuff. I was in the beta program for that, like, 11 years ago. I remember that. Like, I remember being able to cash in trophies for things. Yeah, it was like, if you play this game for this long, or play play a certain amount, play a VR game once, play this, play this, and you got points, and I got a t-shirt out of it. Oh, so it's back? In I think it's going to be, like, official. It's They said that uh, it's going to go with PlayStation Plus, but it's free. You don't have to pay anything for it. And, I mean, you get points for what you're already doing anyway that you could use to buy more games, so why not? Yeah, why not? Right? I'll fucking check it out. Uh, there's also going to be like new types of it's okay. They're not NFTs. Oh, okay. This is an NFT right. news. We're going to get into that later. But the quote was from the official announcement as part of PlayStation stars, we are unveiling a new type of reward called quote digital collectibles unquote. Oh, so is it like the steam cards? Yeah, I think so. It's pretty much their version of that. Yeah. Like just incentivizing you to come back and play. Yeah. Just so you have often. a stupid collection of shit. Yeah, exactly. But uh, there's an official release. It doesn't say when it's coming out. I assume the thought process was later this year in the fall. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. How do you sign up for that? It's not out yet. They just announced it. There's no information yet on signing up or launch or any of that. I'm sure you'll get an email. We'll send you more updates later. Thanks. Just pay attention. And then, so I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I like the idea of trading in trophies for more games. Yeah, I'll fucking check it out. What the hell? If it doesn't cost me a dime. There you go. In other news, the Until Dawn Supermassive Games, you know, Supermassive Games, mm -hmm. they recently got sold. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> to Nordisk Games. To Nordisk. How do you say that? Nordisk, N-O-R-D-I-S-K. Nordisk Games, they already own Just Cause Studio Avalanche. They required 100% ownership of Supermassive Games. Hmm. Okay. Previously, they had a 30% stake. But I just think it's really weird that Until Dawn, and then what was the game that just came out? The Quarry just came out like mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like two weeks ago. And they're like, oh, you guys, great release. Anyway, we're getting sold. Yeah, maybe it was already a deal hinged on how well the Quarry did. And they're like, oh, did well. So, boom. Maybe. Deal done. There you go. They just got sold. Big news in the video game world. Also, big news in the video game world. I'm sure you guys saw this come out. But you guys remember the game Anthem, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's both are correct answers. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it. I told you guys I played it. I hated it. I was waiting for updates. Then they said they were going to completely revamp it and re-release it. You guys remember that? Yes. Yes, I did. And then they said, we're not doing that now. We're giving up on it. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm getting at the big story that hit this week is that you can now buy a copy of Anthem at GameStop for a penny. Sweet. Not worth it. I'll buy it. Hold on to it. When are you going to go to a GameStop? Yeah, true. <laughs> there is someone that uh, on Twitter who has 50 copies of it. They bought for, no, I'm sorry. They bought 40 copies and it's cost them after tax less than 50 cents. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Dude, that's, uh, I would absolutely do that. I'd give them three bucks for 300 copies of the game. <laughs> Anthem. What are you going to do with them? I'd throw them right in the goddamn trash. It's just <laughs> for $3. That's a great bit. You're falling into the point. You're just a tool for the. I wallpaper my wall with them. There's no way they're making money on a penny per game. It costs way more to... Well, they're making more penny. than if nobody would buy the game. Yeah, I mean, it was already bought, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy 300 of them and just give them out of stocking stuffers. There you go. And then I'd give out, like, if any... For the next 25 over, years. How many people do you I, know? <laughs> I was thinking, too, I gotta get... I gotta move these things, so <laughs> I'd put them in a... I'd put them in just everybody's like gift bag as they came over. Like, oh, thanks for coming. Here's a gift bag. And <laughs> That's all it it's is. It's just a copy of Anthem. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. That's a bit. That's pretty good. I gotta see if I can still pick some of those up. <laughs> uh, you probably have to get. Yeah, probably have to go to the store. You can't order them. Yeah, free shipping online. I order them one at a time. 
I now there's no there used to be a GameStop down the street, but it moved. No. Surprise. And then uh in other news, Bayonetta three is coming out in October. This is that's not the news. That's been announced for a while. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, Platinum Games, the people who make Bayonetta, they have a mode in the game to make it less sexy. <laughs> Whoa. Was, I thought that was the whole point. Was it too sexy? Yeah. I guess it was too sexy, but there's, you know, where she goes from regular leotard to being completely naked in that swirly thing. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta. We did Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. First one. She's wearing hair, isn't she? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The long thing of the nudity and, and there's a mode, I guess, that'll make you, that'll give you the ability to turn it off. And then later, the funny thing was, uh, Nintendo, who's releasing the the Switch version of it mm-hmm. later this year, they were asked about it. Like, did you guys, like, come on, be honest. Did you ask them to cover up some of the skin here? And Nintendo's like, no, we, we did not ask them to do that. <laughs> we asked them for a more sexy mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but do you remember, it reminded me of a story of the creator, whose name I don't have in front of me, uh, he was very shocked and surprised that people did like Rule Thirty Four stuff. No, he wasn't. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> so I, I can't believe shocked. it. It's like really, she's nude except for her hair. Yeah, really. There's Rule Thirty Four of everything. That's the rule. Those umbra riches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> I think we lost scientists again. <laughs> okay, no, we'll bring him back with the NFT news. Oh, oh now I can wake up. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> Got him back. Got him back. <laughs> uh, so as you guys know, I'm sure as all of our listeners know, the GameStop NFT marketplace officially launched. Oh, shit. Who got their NFTs? So in their big debut, they got $44,500. How many NFTs is that? Two. Uh, that's only an actual estimate on how much was paid. <laughs> Uh, the review says, for those of you keeping score at home, that's less than the price of a new truck. Well, yeah. yeah. Lots of things in are less than a economy. price. economy. I mean, lots of things are less than a price of a new truck. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I just thought it's really funny that they're saying the estimate is only 44500 and it is roughly 0.27% of daily net sales in any GameStop location. What? No, I guess in all all GameStop. Yeah, I was going to so say. Would sense. That would don't... make sense if one GameStop pulled in 45000 Every day. 0.27%. Yeah, so it's a big flop. No one wants to say it's a huge flop because, you know. Yeah, that would be money, bad. But fuck them, you know? Yeah, it's terrible. It's a scam. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> NFTs. Uh, but yeah, that's all we got for video game news slash stuff. <laughs> How about we talk about the game? How does that? Wait, no. Yeah, that's where no, we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After news, Video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's what, it goes talks, news, games. <laughs> so how about we talk about the game, guys? How much how that is going to get rid of? <laughs> yeah, right. None. Uh, this week, we're talking about the game. You already saw in the episode description, so I don't think I really need to do the this game. We're talking about the game, you know. That's no, but that's taking longer now. Yeah. It's the-, the Journeyman Project. <laughs> right? It was released January 6th, 1993. And holy shit, do I have two bangers for you guys wow. for the song and the movie. 93. All I right. expect you guys to get both of these. Uh, Wait, I'll give, it, I'll give you a clue. Yeah, Jump not. by Criss Cross. Damn it. You, no, you, I'm, that would have been sick. It. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been a nice pool. It's January 91, idiot. <laughs> I, I, knew, I can't remember exactly when it was. All right, so for the number one song in the country, remember, January 6, 1993. Mm-hmm. Clue number one. These The first clue on both these is a little tough because I, I had to make it tough because otherwise you'll get it in a second. Okay. Well, now we're just delaying the game. Clue number one. It was parodied. This song was parodied a million times in film and television, often to an absolute ridiculous extent by a character who absolutely can't sing. The song was also added to the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Recording Registry for being... Quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. I will End always quote. love you by Whitney Houston. Nailed it. Really? Absolutely nailed it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to sing it. That's fine. That's fine. No, I can't. <clears throat> I'm not Whitney. And, uh. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, he's not yeah. done. Uh, the second clue I was going to say is this Dolly Parton cover was the biggest hit on the soundtrack for. The Bodyguard, which also starred the recording artist opposite Kevin Costner. If you guys didn't get that, I yeah, yeah. can't help you. 
Number one movie. The Bodyguard. Yeah, that would be great if it was the body. Uh, no, this is a different movie. Oh, okay. Uh, clue number one. The play that the movie was based on was inspired by an actual code red at Guantanamo Bay. Lance Corporal David Cox and nine other enlisted men tied up a fellow Marine and severely beat him for snitching to the Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Whatever that stupid movie is with Tommy Lee Jones and... Cox Fugitive? was acquitted no. and later honorably discharged in 1994. Did you order the Cox... Code Red? No, I didn't order the Code Red. Of course I ordered the Code Red. I'm up on the stand of the Walmart. Is that three men? I can't it... think of what the name of the movie is. I don't know what you're talking about. It has Tom Cruise in it. Mm. Uh... You know what movie I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I'm pretending to know. Am I, am I right, Papa Scotch? You are right. I was waiting for you to get it. I don't and remember the, the fucking name of the movie, and I'm going to hate myself when I don't get it. The second uh, clue is just one single quote. Yeah. Did you order the code red? <laughs> no. It's Jack Nicholson saying, you can't handle the yeah. truth. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, shit. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Everyone knows that scene, but the movie. Tom Cruise. Jack Nicholson. Courtroom drama. I fucking don't know, man. I don't know. I gave up trying to think of it. Yeah. Just tell us. A few good <clears throat> men. Mm, no. Yeah. I'm not upset. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Few. I thought I would be. Few terrible men is more like yeah. it, you know. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, yeah. I guess there's a bunch of terrible men. Now that we spent five minutes on that. <laughs> I can't help it if you guys are bad at You don't like the games? Everyone's emailing about the games. They say they're the best part. <laughs> yeah. Everyone says keep the games up. <laughs> This day in history, January 6th, 1912, New Mexico becomes the 47th state in the Union. Oh, Congrats, what? New Mexico. Mm, yeah. It's a depressing time in my <laughs> Anyway, the game was released for PC, developed, and published by Presto Studios. It is a single-player time travel adventure game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Scientist, you picked it this week, so how about you lead us in? Tell us what this game's all about. Well, it's set in the future, a couple hundred years in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. How many hundred? Uh, three hundred and sixty-five. No, <laughs> pretty sure it takes place in twenty-three eighteen, right? Maybe. <laughs> so less than three hundred. All right, there we go. Who cares? <laughs> in this, in this time though, it's like a worldwide government or whatever. Who knows? You're on a place called Caledonia. I. I assume it's just a human colony somewhere. They don't really explain it too much. It's a skybound metropolis. Yeah. And humans are kind of just like doing their own thing. And years before some aliens were like, hey, in 10 years we'll be back. We're deciding if we want to talk to you. And that's kind of the whole background, basically. Because the the aliens are coming back and, and might let you into, might let Earth into the symbiotry of peaceful beings, which is just an annoying name. Yeah, it's really cool. It's probably lost it's in about, translation from Alien. Yeah, it's about a bunch of cool. It's like the, the cool United Federation bros. of Planets. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But also in this time, time travel has been developed, but it's been a closely guarded secret by the government. Mm. And nobody knows about it except the government and, and the, the people who, who made get it. it. Yeah, and I guess the people who work for this, kind of like, kind of like the TVA in Loki. I was gonna say like the Adjustment Bureau. Sort of, but not really. Or the movie Looper. This has been done, I guess, a couple of times. <laughs> they all stole it from the Journeyman Project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you work for this company, and uh, you basically just have to go into work every day and wait to see if some temporal anomalies happen. <laughs> it looks like a terrible job. Oh, it seems boring as fuck. Because <laughs> then, well, well anyway, you yeah. wake up, and you're like, all right, I guess I got to go to work. And your boss is like, hey, you're late. You better be here. And you're like, all right, let's go. So eventually you you basically walk your way to work. And the funny thing is here, if you don't like hurry up and get to work, the game like, oh, you lose. Cause, oh, really? Yeah. Nice. If you take too much time, like dicking around, going to places. and Well, you take a fucking... Well, they have transporter. Transporter, yeah, man. It, it uh, reminds... There were so many kill screens for this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, any way you could possibly die, they had a kill screen for it. Basically, every wrong decision. It was like a... A choose-your-own-adventure book where you can just, like, exactly. sit on cliffs and stuff. It definitely had a vibe of, like, a text-based game. Like, this was that middle ground, you know, before mm-hmm. they figured out how to get, like, a story of a text-based game into a 3D environment. But 
Still. Yeah. I mean, it was 93. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this, these are the forefathers that got us to stuff like control. So there you go. Exactly. Hmm. Really philosophical pot of scotch. Yes. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. And I'm obviously the handsome one in the group, so, you know. Yeah, he's the one, the techno guy. <laughs> <laughs> he does love techno. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. That's what you guys see me as? <laughs> the techno guy? I think you're the one of the three of us who likes techno the most. <laughs> you like that stuff. I hope that's not right. But <laughs> it might be. Oh, God. Maybe. I, gotta I don't some know. Stuff. Yeah. Never thought of that. Think about you? that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> anyway, so you got to hurry your way on to work. You get into work, and they kind of like run through this explaining of the whole thing. Does he have to do that every day, you think? I don't. I hope, it might be the only <laughs> yeah, thing he does every day. Question. He goes into work and they're just like, all right, here's what your job is. Yeah, take a refresher course every yeah. day. Because you slept through seven hours of your job yesterday. Right. But basically, they go through this thing like, if there is a temporal anomaly, I'll just call it that. I don't remember what they call a it. A temporal right distortion wave. Yeah, okay. Before it reaches their, their time, I don't know how they figure it out beforehand. But I don't know. They have, a, they have to have like a monitoring system set up yeah. or something but when it happens your job is to jump back into time to prehistoric times <laughs> and get the disc with all of human history on it yep i and, don't understand uh, this all right can we just no no and then <laughs> you come back and you compare it to the history of that place and you find out what went wrong and okay. then you can try and fix it do they replace this disc every day i, I imagine at some guess. kind of interval Maybe after something big happens. I don't know. I don't know. I figured like they'd have to replace it every day just to make sure in case anything even little happened. Or did it come from further in the future? No. 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 That wouldn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, because this game's full of making <laughs> sense. Yeah. Why wouldn't it make sense? <clears throat> I mean, you got the timeline goes front and like forward and backward, right? Like, Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. All right. We're not getting into how time travel works right now. But, I mean, you go back to 200 million BC and you get the yeah. disc that talks yeah, about... you walk around like two steps and you find the disc. <laughs> you could die back there, though. Yeah, you can fall <laughs> off a cliff. Nice. Just like walking too close to the edge. Yeah, it's pretty good. So you, you pick up the disc and you come back and the future's changed a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And you kind of like run the data disc. We're not going to try and figure out how they have exactly the same stuff here, but... <laughs> Only three things changed. Yeah, three big important events have been changed, you noticed. And it kind of goes through them that, hey, well, we'll talk about it when you go to that time. Mm -hmm. So it they runs, it checks, it's like, oh, there's three anomalies. Here's what you got to do. Things change in humanity, so they're not going to be part of this symbiotry of peaceful beings. So yes. Three things have changed in history. The first one we'll talk about is the first one, the only one you can go to at first, so... It's uh, April 3rd, 2185. In his original timeline, there was an alien sighting on Mars. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then he kind of just flew away. Oh, that's the first alien sighting. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. And then in the changed world, the aliens attacked the Mars colony and destroyed it. Makes sense. So here you go back and jump into Mars, 2185. Right. And you walk through the colony doing random things. And there's like robots walking around. Oh, and yeah, there's plenty of rules. Like, you can't talk to people. You can't see yeah, people. Yeah, you, you have to follow the time laws. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Of course. And you, get, you have to pick up a breathing device, and you go through this, like, whatever. And you find out that they're on the shield generator, and there's a bomb on it. And you're like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. And you defuse the bomb by doing this stupid little puzzle. It's a color matching game I wrote. I don't even remember it anymore. It was like one of those pick colors to go in an order, and then it tells you how many you got right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to keep You trying. have to do a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, you dis you defuse the bomb. You're like, all right. And you take the bomb. You're like, I'm going to save this for later. I might need it. Makes sense. And then you start heading back and you see a robot in the escape pod. <gasps> and you're like, that's the robot that set the bomb. Mm, oh. So there's kind of like a chase sequence. You get in a pod and you chase after it and you shoot the robot out of the sky. Mm -hmm. And you tractor it into your own. And uh, <laughs> then you kill it? Yeah, you kind of kill it. You kill it and take its chips. Yeah, like I'm going to take the chips out of this head, use it for my own. Yeah, and uh, you steal some. Yeah, I would just sort of steal some biochips. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I know it was like the videos that they like their ocular 
chips or whatever. Yeah. So you could, I don't know if it was just taken it as evidence. Or? It's yeah, it might be evidence because and he goes and then after he gives the robot and steals the biochips, he goes back to the future. Boom, and uh, he analyzes it, and the chip contains like someone telling him that he should blow up the cal- the colony and then shoot down the alien spacecraft, mm-hmm. so that. The aliens are pissed at humans, and the humans are pissed at aliens. So it looks like a sabotage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then it's kind of just like. But he fixed the. He fixed that one. Fixed the temporal distortion. And then he's on to fix the second one, which was in 2310, which is eight years, according to Chump Slap, before this part, before the game. Wait. 2310. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's January 17th, 2310. It's when the aliens first contacted him and said, Hey, we'll be back in. Well, no, then it would be 2308. Yeah, never mind. It's not that. It's some guy who's talking about. He's, he's like an alien rally. They're like, All right, let's get the oh, aliens. Oh, yeah. In. Right. This is after they came two years later when they're just yeah. trying to figure out how they want to answer him, I and, guess. And in his timeline, it's just. Uh, they had this rally, and there was an activist there who was like, all right, yeah, and he convinced a lot of people that aliens are good. And in the changed reality, the activist is killed by a, an assassin and kind of <laughs> doesn't inspire people to... And know. then they decide, fuck those aliens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So then you go back to 2310, and you're at the Sydney Science Center, which I assume is Sydney, Australia. Oh. Or maybe it's just... Maybe, Sydney, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sydney, Ontario, Canada, actually. Oh, was it? I have no idea. I just thought it would be a good bit. Oh, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I'm laughing on the inside. (laughs) Not all gonna hit. (laughs) And then, when you first, as soon as you show up, there's like a robot there. He's like, oh, shit. And the robot shoots a poison at you and poisons you. And you got to quick make an antidote. (laughs) Thank God you're at the science center where there's an antidote maker. And you know exactly what poison you just got hit with. I, and I, how much. I don't remember exactly how, but if you don't go to the other place first, you die here. Yeah, because... You have like the, the thing that lets you live. You get the whatever. Something you pick up in the first place. Yeah, the one guy in the video said that they're, like, you have to go to Mars first. You have to go to a different one. Sec- like, you have to go in yeah. order. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they just immediately kill you the second you land. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm going to Mars. Yeah, because you need like the breather for one of them. And yeah. Shit, yeah. So you quick make an antidote and you're like, oh, I survived. Now I got to go stop this assassin. And you find some like personal logs of people and stuff in here and you chase after the robot. You do find some personal logs of a guy named Elliot Sinclair, who coincidentally is the guy who invented time travel. Of course he is. Everybody knows that. And he's very xenophobic. And he's like, (laughs) these dirty aliens stuff. He just thinks the aliens are bad people. Yeah. Well, that's what xenophobic means. Well, he just doesn't believe them. (laughs) <laughs> why would you believe an alien that said join our peace cult yeah. <laughs> I don't think so so, <laughs> so you chase after the robot who his job is to kill I didn't write that Dr. Castillo yes, yes. who is the uh, activist alien activist who's, who's like hey aliens about. are great man yeah. all they want is peace bro so you, I wrote in my <laughs> notes that you chase after and destroy the mimic scientist assassin robot yeah because he looked like a yeah, regular he, dude yeah he looked like a regular dude and then you steal his biochips. So you end up saving Dr. Castillo. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he has a stun gun on him. Yeah. For some reason. Hmm. So you go back to the future, eight years in the future. And uh, you watch the robot's chips. And it's more of Elliot Sinclair getting some xenophobic rants and telling the robot what he's got to do to kill Dr. Castillo. Mm-hmm. So the last thing you have to do is the third and final one, which is. The uh, oldest one. Gorbistan. Yeah. March 15th, 2112. It was peace talks between... It kind of led to world peace and Gorbistan. <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, in, in the changed one, it kind of... Someone blew up, started missile launches from the United States towards Gorbistan. And the robots didn't... And the missiles didn't make it, but it kind of turned the uh, peace talks off. Yeah. Gorbistan didn't agree because yeah. they were getting fired at. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, where is Gorbistan, by the way, Papa Scotch? Uh, southeast of Turkey. Okay. Yeah. Dude, he's right. 
And there's a section in here where he's walking through like lockers. And I only caught like two of the names. One of them was like Fleep and Grigo. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's NORAD 6. It's an underwater base. It's pretty, pretty wild. So you go into this base and this is where you need the breather because the robot that's mm. in this place is pumping the station full of sleeping gas. Yeah, right when you get there. So if you don't have the breather, you get knocked out and die. But anyway, you go through this retinal scan, which luckily you have the biochips from the other robots to get this retinal scan done. Yeah. Fucking nice hack robots. <laughs> right? The robot sent to this time starts launching the missiles at Gorbistan, and you eventually stop them by doing another game. I Wait, don't... are you a robot in this? No. You actually see yourself in a mirror. Oh, that's right. You look like a tough you have, guy. You have one eye. I don't know. No, it's not one eye. It's just something. You got that thing. Yeah. I thought he looked kind of like. Duke Nukem? Yeah, kind of with mixed with Rad Gravity. Oh, yeah, that could be it. <laughs> Rad Bradley. Rad, Rad Gravity. Gravity, dude. What Look up mean? that video game. And That's a great game. I think about doing it every time. Guy's got Rad- a crazy chin. Bradley's in Rad Gravity? <laughs> yes. No, the guy's name is Rad Gravity in Rad There's Gravity. Brad Ravity. Well, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Brad Ravity. <laughs> Brad Ravity and Glad Bravity <laughs> are both in Rad Gravity, right? Is that what it is? That's what I heard. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, you deactivate the nukes, and the robot's kind of mad at you. He's like, I'm going to hunt you down. Oh, yeah. You just have to do this fucking... This thing reminded me of... You guys ever see Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? The game show? Yeah. Of course. It was like that thing where the kids at the end, they get told cities, and they have to put the flags on them. That was like the game you had to do here. Yeah. To shut down all the nuke launches. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, it's really time. I don't know how they did it that fast. It's got to be so annoying if you didn't have yeah, a guy. It looked annoying. But anyway, you eventually stop it and then you trap the robot and you steal that robot's biochips. Boom. And you go back to the future and you read the biochips and it's Elliot Sinclair again talking. He's like, oh, you have to stop the Unity talks. So it might lead to nuclear war, but we got to stop the aliens. Sounds, yeah. Makes sense. So now that you've successfully changed back the past to what it was supposed to be, I don't know how you decide what it's supposed to be. Yeah, you have the disc that tells you what it's supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) But you're like, all right, we followed him, but Elliot Sinclair has a backup plan. He's just going to assassinate the aliens that come today. So why even do any of this, you idiot? Well, because if he didn't do it, the aliens wouldn't be there. If he did it, the aliens wouldn't have showed up. Oh, his backup plan is to assassinate them because they showed up. Yeah, if, if they change the, yeah, his backup plan. Yeah, but come on, man. But you got to stop him. He's going to blow up this whole place afterwards. Oh, no. Where is he? Well, he's on the roof of your housing unit for some reason. Of course. What? He was your neighbor the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might all, maybe all of a sudden. Yeah, he might have. Yeah. Yeah, no fuck no. He Wilson this shit. <laughs> he's always behind a fence, though. You use the bomb you got and the dark gun. Use the bomb you got from the past to blow up the door to get to be able to shoot the dart gun at Elliot and stop him. <laughs> yeah, thank God there was a the same card reader there to use on yeah, it. Yeah. So you stop Elliot Sinclair and the universe is back to normal and you're a hero and everybody loves you. Nobody knows because you're not supposed to tell anybody. Yeah. Well, except your boss knows. Another day at work, I guess. Yeah, right? This could just be like a normal day for this dude. I don't know, because the only other person who knows time travel existed was Deliot Sinclair. I'm pretty sure there had to be more people who worked in his department. Yeah, he can't be the only time lord. Yeah, Well, right? he built the time machine. I don't... Well, the, the main character didn't. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, but... And how did Elliot Sinclair not figure it out that you... He doesn't even know about this secret society that holds the time machine, does he? I think he does. Yeah, because he sent the robots back. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? So it doesn't make sense. You think he would have figured it out... To where, I don't know, thought he was smarter. a lot of time travel shenanigans. Thought he was smarter than that. Well, just because he made time travel. Just because he invented time travel. Doesn't mean he's an evil genius. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. That's it. That's the game. We did it. Yeah, it was a very quick game. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty quick. I had problems following the video that was just the gameplay. Mm, Yeah, I can see that. Because it was a lot of point and click and not a lot of dialogue, but... Some of those kill screens, like even the art on the kill screens were amazing, but let's get into it with our final thoughts. Oh, oh let's do that. And we're going to start with you there, Sir Chompslap. Me? It's your special day. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and I've got some questions I'd like you to answer. Uh, all right, start the interrogation, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Did watching this video make you want to play the journeyman? Mm. He wrote this down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's not one of the three ends he usually comes up with. Him. <laughs> Did the story work for you or would you just throw it right in the can? Mm. And what score out of 27 stars would you give this man? See, I thought you were going to say, like, give this my man. All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Do I want to play it? No, this was horrible. I mean, just because it's old and it's silly, point and clicky type shit, choose your own adventure. I'll just read a book if I want to do this because I'm sure the graphics are better in my head. You know what I mean? I would doubt that. They always are, bro. Yeah, right? It's always the perfect <laughs> <Yeah>. cast, bro. <laughs> so, no, I wouldn't want to play it. Did the story work for me? Uh, as a whole, I, yes, I guess. Holes aside, like, why didn't Elliot Sinclair do this better? How does this CD-ROM from 200 million BC work? I don't understand. Who's telling you to do this job? Why didn't they send more people back? Because then more mm -hmm. people would know. Well, your boss knows, obviously. Somebody's telling you. Or is it just the fucking computer that knows? You know what I mean? There's too many ifs and whats and buts, bro. That's how time travel games are. The only thing that would make it sloppier is if we went and threw a multiverse on here. Yeah. Oh, my God. You played Journeyman too? We will at some point. <laughs> I hope so. But I guess as a whole, it worked. For the limitations of its time, it was okay. So out of 27 stars. Let's see here. I don't think it was as bad as 50 Cent bulletproof oh my god come on <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to give it i'll give it an eight i mean it wasn't terrible but okay. it wasn't by any means good or great so it's slightly better than i'll say resistance too yeah we'll go with that a good old 80 there you go an eight burger mm -hmm. eight burger I like snowman that. i want one of those <laughs> nice so yeah so that's my score. I guess we'll check out what Scotchy scored it. Oh, me. Oh, what's the Scotchy score? What's the Scotch score? <laughs> All right. So, did watching this movie make you wanna... Chumba your Wumba. Oh, that's good, dude. <laughs> Mine are the worst. Mine are always <laughs> Did watching this movie make you want to play this boar? Was the story good... Or could it use more gore? And out of 27, what's your scotchy score? Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, As always. Yeah, so your first question, <laughs> does this video make me want to play the game? No. No, it oh. does not. Um, I don't think the game was bad. It's just, you know, it's dated, the point-and-click stuff. It would be difficult. Uh, and the story, I mean, it's certainly not a bad story. It's just, it's very simplistic. But that was what stories were at this time. I mean, when you compare it to other stuff that was coming out in 93, like that's way pre-PlayStation 1. So, that's, I mean, like RPGs, sure. That's pre-Windows like, 95, dude. <laughs> it is. Like maybe RPGs on Super Nintendo had more story, but that was all text. Yeah. So it gets points for being revolutionary, but yeah, the prehistoric disc thing is, is tough to tough to get around. Along with the whole, yes, we know exactly when these three things that were the temporal disturbances are. <laughs> well, they were you the know. differences in the histories of the worlds, man. Oh, but not once did they bring up that the the lady AI person was different. Well, yeah, that, it goes back to the first thing that changed. It doesn't everything that changed. <laughs> oh, is that what? Be okay. realistic here. If everything right. that changed. But how are we so sure we're running the great timeline here? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, how do we know we're not? We're trying to keep the train going right into the canyon, you know? Like, how do we know this? That's why I'm saying those those backup discs got to come from the future. That's the only thing, right? Comes from exactly. a utopia. You watch too much Weekend at Bernie's. No, it comes from a utopia how in the future. How dare you? <laughs> There's no such thing. So, yeah. Uh, did the story work for me overall? I mean, to move forward, it was a good story. It was it was neat how there were all the kill screens. Uh, but it ultimately felt, for a time travel movie where 
theoretically you could jump to whenever uh it felt very straight lined like very down the row like you got to go to this part you got to do this you well, got to you got to follow the time laws very linear it's <laughs> fair i just thought it was funny that you your boss you show up and your boss is all pissed off and wearing a different uniform and then yells at you for a different uniform like he didn't think that like you can't put two and two together like oh shit something's wrong here hmm. there was a scene in the beginning where he screamed at you because you came back to the future and you were wearing a different uniform than him and all his other guys, so he was going to reprimand you for the uniform violate. No, just me. I'm yeah, I don't know. Numbers. I don't remember seeing that. I, it happened, but I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah, you, know, you think your boss would know? How would your boss know? It's a different. That's time. what I'm saying. Because he knows what the uniform. He knows looks you're like. fucking what time travel. He was here by the temporal wave. Yeah, but still, is that the first thing you would think of if you were at work and someone wasn't in the right uniform? Well, though the first thing I think of would jump over the temporal wave before it gets here. That's what, <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> Or go under it. Yeah. Next time I'm at work and someone is wearing a different uniform, I'm going to think, man, they must have time traveled. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. So final score, I don't know, man. I'm going to go with a seven. That's fair. I liked it. Yeah, right. I wasn't bored watching this story. It just it felt like if you made all the right clicks, the game would be super boring because you just it'd be like doing a checklist. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that for the time. Oh, you would love that type of game. That's the game you can platinum just by following a guy. Well, it depends. Do I have to actually hit like up and down to select stuff, or can I just hold down R one and get <laughs> platinum three It's a different story. Fair enough. <laughs> That's a fair question. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, Doctor Scientist, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. You want to start it off, Sir Thompson? Oh yeah. Did this encapsulation of the game make you want to play it? <laughs> uh. Did the story work for you, or was it a steaming pile of dog spit? And out of 27 stars, how many would you give it? Perfect. Nailed it. It spitting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called iambic pentameter, bro. Look it up. <laughs> out of all the words you could come up with. Look it up. <laughs> Two of the three of them were it. I had to rhyme with myself, so. Less is more, bro. You know? <laughs> Uh, would I play it? Mm, probably not. That's fair. Eh, there's a hard maybe in there, but probably not. Did the story work for me? Uh, comparative to a lot of the other things we did, the story was Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that story was all right. It was normal. Hey, you got to. I did like how it was. The guy at least had sense to do three things in the past to stop it, but you can always, somehow you change all three. Yeah. Yeah. But he still had a backup plan in case, so. Right. Uh, Yeah, and I kind of like that. It was like, oh, stop. Some racist guys trying to stop humans from meeting aliens for some reason is the whole point of the thing. But he was also the inventor of time travel, so I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe he's the Thomas Jefferson uh-huh. of his time. What did I score it? I think it's it's not great. But it's, it's about an average story. A lot of the time discrepancies kind of screw you up, like Papa Scotch and his. Oh, yeah. Explain to me the DVD-ROM from 200 million BC. You don't get it. I tried already. No, you, you didn't. You just don't understand. You didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we'll give it an average score of about, uh, let's say, a six. Six. Six stars. Oh, I thought you were going to be the higher one. That's a total score of 21. It's an average. That sounds perfectly average. It's an average score. Yeah, it is. Uh, to give you guys some context, that's one point more than we gave Dark Sector at 20. And one point less than we gave Dead Space 3 at 22. I see. It's right in between those two. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I wanted it to be. Dude, I was just thinking that earlier. I was like. You said Dark's, it right before we started. Yeah, Dark Sector, D- Dark. No, Dead Space. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I, I didn't guys, stutter are, are we getting too good at this? Or are we just perfect categorization? You no, know. I just think we all give, we just give the same scores all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's possible, too. We, we haven't hit anything great, and when stuff sucks, it sucks. Yeah. And a lot of games are very similar. Mm-hmm. But now that we're putting that one to rest with a total score of 21, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic 90s Album Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It's the 90s, yeah. Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed amazing 90s album, and he's never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? 
Oh, man, neither of you are going to get it, so we'll just cut right into it. Okay. Yeah. Tough guy. The album was released on <laughs> August 4th, 1992. Sublime. Nope. <laughs> do you wanna, do you wanna, yeah. I don't know. I I'd, like, I'd like a clue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. The album's original cover artwork depicted the Arizona desert. Several songs of the album are written with references to the area, people, and events surrounding the band, who is from Arizona. The album was later re-released with a new cover in conjunction with A&M's newfound support of the album. Once they found out they were going to be good, they're like, hey, you need to have a more exciting cover here. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the new cover just consisted of pictures that the lead singer took. I think it's the lead singer. Pictures. Pictures just scattered across it. Oh, uh, like a collage. Mm-hmm. He said, they were all my photographs. I did the layout. I hand wrote all the stuff. Oh. Uh, Quiet Riot. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. That, that didn't tell me anything about it. Pearl Jam, no code. I don't know anybody from Arizona, so. All right. Oh, so you give up. Yeah, give us some lyrics. All right, the lyrics. Yeah, that's not going to help you either. <laughs> You'll see. I didn't know I was lost at the time. Eyes in the sun where the road wasn't wide. Blah. And I went looking for an exit sign. All I wanted to find tonight. I picked this song specifically because it's in the movie. The Psych 2 movie. <sighs> I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm just going to throw a guess out there. I guess there. you didn't see Psych 2 if you don't remember the song. I don't remember the Psych 2 movie, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> Which one was that? Lassie Come Home. Um, yeah. Michael Jackson, Thriller. Nope. His Thriller album cover has no... It's <laughs> it a fucking like studio picture, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I've got no idea. Mm. Third Eye Blind. Oh, that's a good guess, but you're not right. It is the Jim Blossoms. The miserable experience. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that. I still can't picture it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know it had a different I can picture the cover with all the pictures on it. I didn't know it had. Yeah, I got nothing. Wow. Was yeah. it Miserable Experience? New Miserable Experience. Has Hey Jealousy on it. Hey Jealousy. Found out about you. And the, the lyrics come from Allison Road, which you may remember from the end of Slake 2 when he has the start. <laughs> no, nobody remembers Slake 2. <laughs> he, no. When he, when he, get, when he goes to you. sleep and he has dreams about Jimmy Simpson. <laughs> I don't remember And Jimmy it. Simpson singing that song because the, the, the song Allison Road, the, the main bad guy of Slake 2 is Allison from one of the previous oh, Slake Jesus movies. Christ, man. That is a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good album. Listen to it. Like it. All right. Maybe. That Tom Slop won't. No, probably not. Well, with that being said, with the new <laughs> Jim Blossom's new miserable experience being mentioned for some reason. <laughs> it's a 90s album that was good. There you go. Let's move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Chomp Slaps. Who would win in a fight? Ding, 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 ding. Every week, we ask Chomp Slap who would win in a fight. Uh, we ask him three questions, one from the game we just played, one from gaming in general, and one from history. So, this week, from the game... Who do you think would win the fight between your boss or Agent Five? <laughs> his boss? Yes, his boss. Agent Five's boss? His boss. And- oh, I thought you meant Chump Slap's boss. <laughs> no, yeah, no, from Chump the game, Slap- he said. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, I don't think Chump Slap's boss is going to win. I think Agent Five would win. I don't remember what the boss looked like. I don't know if I even saw the boss. Dude, he's a boss. He's- he looks like a dick. Yeah. Was he wearing a suit? And a tie? Probably. Yeah, but Agent 5 looked like a badass the one time you did see him. That's true. Looked like he can kick some ass if he wanted to. Why do you think he became an agent? Good point. He did beat some robots. Yeah, I still think he's a robot. So you're going with Agent 5 here? I'm going with Agent 5. Okay, so now from gaming in general, who do you think would win the fight between... Your boss. Your boss. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> Handsome Jack. Mmm. Versus a Final Fantasy name I'm going to have problems uh, pronouncing. Sephiroth? Sephiroth. Is that a serious question? Is that correct? Uh, I don't know. Handsome Jack's pretty fucking tough. Sephiroth's pretty badass, though. Uh, I assume Sephiroth would technically win if we're going, like, power-wise. But, yeah, I as a fucking Voltoner killed Handsome Jack, so. <laughs> How many times have you killed Sephiroth? <laughs> Never. <laughs> so. <sighs> I've killed Handsome Jack hundreds of times. So many. Trying to farm something. Yeah, I'll have to go with Sephiroth. Just because 
I love that song. The Sephiroth. One Winged Angel. Yeah. So badass. Plus, he has magic and shit. What the fuck's yeah. Jack got? I mean, he's, he Robots. summons a comet to hit the Earth. Yeah. He could fucking destroy the world, dude. I mean, it's as good as reason as any. Yeah, but so could Jack, I'm sure. He can create robots to destroy the world, but whatever. We'll yeah, but not like Sephiroth. by himself. Like, he's got to create something yeah. or build a ray or do something like that. Exactly. Sephiroth. Do it with his brain thoughts. Yep, Sephiroth it is. So then usually we ask you a third one from history, but I went with music this time. Oh. Hmm. Who do you think would win the fight, assuming both these people were alive? Frank Zappa versus Lord. Lord is alive. He said well, both are alive. Oh, isn't Frank Zappa alive? Frank Zappa's dead. No, maybe. I don't know. No, he passed. He, he's no longer with us. Uh, I don't know who Lord is. I know singer? He, uh, the singer from Australia. I don't know. Does it look like uh, Randy Marsh? Yes, looks like Randy Marsh. Yeah, yeah, Randy yeah. Marsh is I Lord. Am Lord. I can't even. La, la, la. I can't even think of what the name of the song was. That I have no think. idea, but I like Frank Zappa. That guy is wacky, but he's fucking like a little string he me. Does have a, he does have a cool mustache? Yeah, Lord is a little. She's she's an adult by now. Well, then we're gonna go with Zappa because that guy was wacky as hell, man. Has an album cover. Where he's just sitting there taking a shit naked. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, there you go. You're picking Frank Zappa to beat up Lord. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say someone had a whole bunch of fan fiction about how this fight would really roll out, and uh, they picked Lord in their scenario, and they have a lot of really great reasons why. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chumpslap? Well, I'll send it to applytime at gmail.com. I'll read, respond with very thoughtful insight into why you were wrong. Perfect. And if they wanted to get to us faster on the socials with more swearing, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Ply Time on Instagram or on Twitter, or stop by our Reddit and post pictures of me with a power glove snapping half of the games out of existence. Ooh. it's pretty good. You can also catch us on uh, YouTube. Like and subscribe there. really helps us out. You can go to PlyTime.com, which takes you to our eBay store, which is legit, and you can buy stuff <laughs> from there to help support us. Don't know why I got to say it's legit, but eBay is our store for us. <laughs> That does it for us this time, so shout out to Mario. Congrats on getting married, Woo! bro. Way to go, Mario. And as always, to Blaine J, Drago the Slago, Hamman, and Louise Guzman. Right here, rest in peace. For us. <laughs> so get out there, play some games, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Louise Guzman's alive. Right? <laughs> <laughs>